Cares. Welcome back. So today I have a really cool guest with me. So I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Um, DJ Baker. Okay. What does the DJ stand for? Ooh, I don't tell people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we were just discussing right before we started recording how we kind of first, it really wasn't like us meeting each other, but we were part of the Jackson Gumbo event, the series, and that's going to be coming up. I think it starts, um, does it start this month or next month? Yes, I believe it's going to be on the 28th or 26th this month. In okay. London. Okay, well, I'm going to definitely share the event information so you guys will get the, the correct date for that. But anyway, so we're at this meeting. I think it's like our very first planning meeting, maybe. And uh, DJ volunteered to make the gumbo. And you guys know I'm from New Orleans. So he was, you know, he's really... A thoughtful and nice person he was like well maybe we can make like a, a meatless or a gumbo without seafood for people who may be allergic and I was like that's not gumbo that's soup and that was like our first introduction <laughs> and I'm like you know I just thought about it. I'm like this is why I rub people the wrong way a lot <laughs> I was but, like who is she, <laughs> who she is? yeah but I think we got along after that really well I know the second time I saw you was at the event you were talking about bread a lot yeah bread. <laughs> I really love bread you was like, make sure you announce this bread. You remember that? Yes, because it was made by a local guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm very, when it comes to like local people making yes. local, any product, local products, I'm very. Yes, very I was like, I was like, we got to announce this bread before he kills us. He's told us twice before, we better make this announcement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, forget so where are you from and when did you arrive in Jackson? Why are you still in Jackson? Um, so I'm originally from Edmond, Oklahoma. Okay. Um, that's, uh, I guess you can call it a suburb right outside of Oklahoma City. Okay. Um, and born and raised, uh, baby of five kids. Uh, oh, wow. And one thing I don't say much is I have a twin brother. So, oh, um, really? A lot of people just found I had a twin brother because I posted an article about him on Facebook. Yeah, I think I saw that. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I have a twin. Uh, JD. Where is the twin at? <laughs> JD's in Oklahoma City. Okay. Um, he works for the city of Oklahoma City. He works for the mayor. He's a special assistant to the mayor of Oklahoma okay. City. Okay, um, cool. And uh, so, born and raised in Oklahoma. And I got to Mississippi as a way of food corps. Mm -hmm. um, food corps, if you don't know what food corps is, it's a nationwide organization that tries to connect good food to um, kids. Healthy okay. food. Teaching them about gardening and cooking and nutrition education. Uh, so, doing that. And, um, and so, I was in the Delta Mm -hmm. I was in the Delta, and you may know Lauren Rhodes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Lauren yeah. Rhodes. So she was also a food court. She was my fellow. Okay. And she, I was going to move back to Oklahoma after my first year, and she said, hey, DJ, um, would you like to come to Jackson and be at Brown Elementary? And I said, hmm, I'll think about it. When should I let you know? And she yeah. said, uh, sometime tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> so um, prayed about it real quick. Yeah. Talked to my mom about it, and was like, okay. And just made the decision, and so about three weeks later, I came here to Jackson. Yeah, how long have you been here? Going on three years. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah, so you're into a lot of stuff. You want to go ahead and, like, list everything <laughs> that you do here <laughs> um, and just chat with us about it and, like, the importance of it? Um, I guess I'll start with what's, like, kind of chronological um, order of what I started. So, okay. Um, 
Um, about after my year with Fucor, my two years with Fucor, um, I came on as a partner with RDNS Farm of Brand Mississippi and um, my friend Felicia. Um, it's her farm, and so she was looking for a partner. And yeah. so I said, Yeah, I'll be happy to partner with you. And so we've been doing that um, and for over two years now. And um, and so we started doing that, and you know, we're still growing. Yeah. Um, so, what exactly is that RDNS farm we are um we're a farm that represents traditional agriculture okay so we try to bring um a lot of traditional practices that are in uh native american um african-american oh, wow. um, other cultures of how we used to practice agriculture we try to bring those but also kind of some a little bit of uh new methods and mm-hmm. whatnot um nothing super fancy kind of we keep it simple yeah um and we're very honed in on process um so um, I love sustainable agriculture, and so it's everything is sustainable. We don't use any chemicals. Wow. I jokingly say the only chemical is the hydrogen monoxide. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what that is, that's water. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but that's all we use. And mm-hmm. so, actually, I was gonna bring you some Swiss chard and bok choy, but um, time frame was really yeah. Tight but today. did you did bring popsicles? I did. So <laughs> I, I knew I was like, I need to bring something anyway. That's so. so that's why I say so thoughtful. Um, no. Um, uh, what's his name? Bilal. Uh-huh. Um, he told me, he said, share what you love. And so um, I do love food. So yeah. I try to share it in many ways, um, even if it's, uh, and always I try to do it locally as well. Yeah. So yeah. if I can get some food that's local and share it, even better. Okay, so, cool. Um, but yeah, so that, there's that. And then I um, started Esculent last year. Yeah. Um, Esculent kind of uh, trying to take all these experience and a lot of the knowledge I have and trying to focus that in into one business mm-hmm. well it's been it's been a challenge it's kind of crazy um, okay. and so I started with trying to do a lot of gardens building gardens mm-hmm. and little me that came very, very overwhelming so kind of pushed back from doing that but still doing consulting and always going to do education okay. around food and so that's what I've been doing and so I've worked with different projects um, I've worked with uh, um, the interior environment the Junior, junior auxiliary. Okay. Um, of Terry and Byram, uh, did a cooking demonstration with them, um, and working with a few of the schools to um, different individual teachers going to classrooms, talking mm-hmm. to kids about different things um, that has to do with food yeah. or growing food. So, um, so still doing that, mm-hmm. um, kind of working with farmers in that in that capacity on marketing. Yeah. Um, how do we market our farms? How do we get the everyday people, especially people in the city, mm-hmm. to say, hey? oh, there's this farm that's not too far from me. Can I yeah. come visit them? Or how yeah. can I get their produce outside of just going to the farmer's market? Right. Because not everybody goes to the farmer's market. Mm-hmm. Um, not all farmers go to the farmer's market. Yeah. And so we want to try to make sure that um, farmers and farms are accessible to the public. Yeah. And so um, that's something I've been pushing as well. Okay. Um, and then so moving into that, I work for the Alliance of Sustainable Farms. Mm-hmm. And we're a small nonprofit that pushes sustainability for small farms in the state of Mississippi. And um, sustainability, we describe it like a three-legged stool mm-hmm. um, in three parts. It's community, mm-hmm. it's environmental, and it's economic. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't have one, the whole thing falls. Yeah. And so we want to make sure that farmers know that, hey, your farm's a business. Yeah. You know, run it to be a profitable business. You don't want to run it into the ground. Yeah. Um, and then also environmental, taking care of your environment, making sure using only organic chemicals, if not no chemicals. You only want to use what is safe. Mm-hmm. We don't want to use a lot of uh, chemicals out there that are harmful, like Roundup. Um, and thirdly, community. Making mm-hmm. sure that you're always 
um, have a community focus in some way. Um, and so what we, the way we kind of do that on our farm is um, I occasionally donate. Mm -hmm. If I'm, I'm a see me feel neat person, so mm -hmm. hey, I'll donate it. Um, I like, um, typically when we have like collards and whatnot during Thanksgiving or Christmas time, mm -hmm. I'll donate some to people, to different families that might need it. Cool, cool. So that's, right. that's a little, that's a gist. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot. Okay, we'll take a break here. Hey there, I'm Gamma Ray. And I'm DJ Young Venom. And we are yeah, Geeked Up. up. Our podcast is about black nerdom and everything that entails. Comics, video games, movies, etc. We talk about it all. Catch a new episode every Tuesday on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And follow us on all social media platforms at Geeked Up. Hey there, good people. This is Thecker Jones, and I wanted to tell you about something really, really, really good that's going on. Are you ready? The Roguish Gent Podcast is back. Every Wednesday, you can get your Roguish Gent fix with interviews from some of the most interesting people you will ever listen to, pop culture hot takes, and wondering just what I'll say next. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. All you have to do is search The Roguish Gent. Follow me on all social media platforms as well at Thecker Jones, T-H-E-C-A-J-O-N-E-S. Okay, so you just told us a lot. Why are these things important for a community like Jackson, the Jackson metro area? Um, I think it's important because um, one way, one thing that connects us all is certainly food. Mm -hmm. um, that's one thing that we all absolutely need. Yeah. And I see that we have a lot of opportunity for good food. Yeah. You know, we have a lot of bad food. Yeah. Can, in our country in our state mm -hmm. in our city that plagues us um i think especially when you talk about people who are socially disadvantaged right you look at people who the only place they can go to get quote-unquote groceries mm -hmm. air quote um is at the gas station some mm -hmm. convenience store yeah and when i lived up in shelby mississippi which is just five miles from mountain bayou yeah um i there was a double quick now, Double Quick, now, I'll tell you this, though. They had some good fried chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Get a five-piece for $6. Um, I made regular trips up there. Yeah. Um, and I ultimately ended up working there, which is crazy. But, you know, I, and it's crazy because it sounds like I was working for the enemy, trying mm -hmm. to, well, feeding people bad food while trying to educate people on healthy food. Yeah. But what it was is I was trying to learn why and also how did they make that food. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it was... Actually, surprisingly, it wasn't as unnatural as I thought it was, mm -hmm. but still wasn't healthy. Right. And so um, I learned a lot in that process. But mm -hmm. um, but I want to bring better food um, to for our health, um, but also kind of trying to get people back at the table. Right. Get people to settle down, to slow down. Mm -hmm. um, good food allows that. Um, I say good food is slow food. It, it takes longer to grow. Yeah. And when you're cooking it, Food is cooked is best when it's cooked slowly. Yeah. So when people say that you go to a restaurant, they say that's uh, slow roasted or yeah. or slowly grilled or, yeah. or smoked. It's been smoked for over twenty four hours. Yeah. And that's the stuff that's falling off the bone. Yeah. And good food is slow food. And 
kind of want to slow it down a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I just want to say that when I make red beans and rice, it's like a two-day process. See? So does that count? <laughs> yes. I mean, and it takes forever to make gumbo. Yeah. Oh, so um, since we're talking about that, uh, would, is there a possibility that you're going to make me soup one day? <laughs> Make some gumbo for it. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I realize there's a, actually a large debate between what we constitute as gumbo. Yeah. Because there's some, uh, I can't name, I'm not going to name them. Don't okay. Do uh, but there's some places, some restaurants that make gumbo without okra. And yeah. Well, you know, there's like with or without okra, there's some with, um, what do you call it? I can't think of it right now. But historically, gumbo is is the it's word for okra. Okra, yeah. So it's like you can't really call it. Who know, am I gonna gumbo. say? Like filet stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like calling something fish, but you don't have any fish in it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Did you have okra in yours? I always put okra. Yeah. In mine. Okay. I, I don't make it without okra. Okay. Yeah. I would love to have some of your okra soup one day. Yeah, and <laughs> I put some local okra in there. <laughs> um. So okay. So usually I ask for recommendations. So what would be some recommendations on things to do, places to go, or um, stuff to get into in Jackson? Ooh, here in Jackson. Yes. Um, man. Uh, wow, what recommendations? Um, <laughs> I said because you know I'm definitely a food guy. Yeah. Um, a place to try out is uh, Dave's Triple B. Okay. Dave's Triple B is where Chimneyville's used to be. Um, okay. It's on yeah. High Street, right yeah. across from yeah. the Farmers Market. Yeah. Um, Dave, uh, I believe his name is first and last name David Rains. He is the butcher of. He's the floor butcher. And uh -huh. So if you ever go, so now yeah, not Jackson, but yeah. if you want to support a, a small, you know, a small yeah. butcher in Florida. He's the floor butcher, and okay. he supports a lot of other um, meat farmers, mm -hmm. and so he buys their meat, and he sells their meat through his um, butcher store, Okay, um, but he opened up a restaurant about, it might have been a year or two ago, mm -hmm. but he's got some really good, he's got what we call American Wagyu, um, okay. but it is really the most tender beef that you can possibly get. Um, that brisket okay. is amazing, so that is definitely a place I recommend. It's okay. local meat. It's a local um, local butcher, mm -hmm. and it's really good southern grilled smoked uh, food. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, anywhere else? I feel like at one time I was running into you at, like, every restaurant and bar for, like, a week period. Do you remember <laughs> that time? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so any other places you would recommend a um, bar since you're, like, a food person? Fourth Avenue. Fourth oh, Avenue, see, we're you. here. Yeah. Um, I was at Fourth Avenue uh, the other day for my birthday. Actually, yeah. Um, I had the. I always get the um, chicken waffles. Okay. Uh, uh, you know, Chef Chef Ray there. He's. I mean, he's awesome. Uh -huh. Chef Kenny Ray. He's awesome uh, there, and so um, he's got the chicken waffles. Yeah. But then the shrimp and grits. I was. I haven't had the shrimp and grits yet. Was on fire. Okay, I'm gonna really try great. out. And the shrimp was like a good size shrimp. You know, uh -huh. you go to these places, they give you shrimp that shrinks and yeah. Or, and but his shrimp was really good size. Okay. Um, and it came with even well bread on okay. the side, but it's really good. Okay, cool. You know what's a place that I've been going to a lot, and I feel like I should mention it is Gringo's Tacos. Like I think like in the last two weeks, I've been there like five or six times. <laughs> 
Um, did you know that I worked at Cooking Ghost? No, I didn't know that. See, I feel like we're always at like the same places. So when Green Ghost Tacos first came to Jackson mm-hmm. in 2016, mm-hmm. after Quesarra Sera closed, um, they went in the Quesarra Sera building October 2016. Mm-hmm. I started working for them. And uh, and I'm not, I actually don't take that many shifts anymore. Mm-hmm. But um, so you'll find me up there every so often now. Okay. But um, I worked at the old final location, the new mm-hmm. one, and I also worked at County Line. Okay. Um, so I've worked at all three locations and I love Gringos. Gringos yeah. also supports local farmers as well. Okay, cool. So like that's like my Mexican restaurant now. It's fresh food and that's yeah, why I, I love work it. there. Maybe that's why I love it so much. I'm like I like this one more than like a lot of the other ones. Yeah. It's so it's real, it's fresh. They make the um the Corn tortillas there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fries, or not the fries, the chips are made there. Uh, the beans, the rice, yeah. they come in dry. It's not canned. They yeah. don't use any cans there. I mean, it is Shots really, fired. They don't it, use any cans there. Yeah, man, <laughs> I'm telling you, it, is, it is so good. Yeah. It's, it's true. And these are family recipes yeah. that they have. And, um, and I mean, I've been with them for, um, since I've really about, since I've been here in Jackson. Yeah. So. Um, love that family. Love that restaurant. Yeah, I love it. Highly recommended. Yeah, and I've been to Cultivation Hall a lot as well. I really need to go grocery shopping because I'm going to be broke eating out like this. But I've been there a lot as well. There is, I forgot the name of it, so I'll have to include it in the show notes. But there is a Louisiana restaurant there. I remember looking at the menu. I was like, oh, y'all have a lot of stuff we have from home. Where are you guys from? They're originally from Baton Rouge. But they have restaurants in New Orleans as well. So I was like, okay, I can eat this. And I've been eating there a lot since then. So, so um, words. Which one it is? Um, it's what like the looking? third one when you walk in on your right hand side. Is it the local honey? N- well, they're next to them, Found but the I think it's the same people that old. Or feet off feet. Yeah, yeah, feet? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I love them. So because it's like all of my people, I feel like they have a lot of people from New Orleans working there. So yeah, yeah. so that one's my favorite. But my husband goes to another one that's a fave of his. So yeah, I have to get these names together, and I will let you guys know. Feet off feet, local honey. There's Fonda Food Works. Um, yes. There's uh, Whisk Crapery. That's um, of course you would know all of this. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're open like seven days a week, right? They're open seven days a I week. I love that. Yeah. So, but they um, don't have like, I went there early. Might have been doing, I don't know if it was like a week there or something. I'm like, hey, y'all have mimosas? And they were like, no. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I think I think they started serving is, drinks at like 11 to 12. It's cool because the thing I've seen around food, especially here in, I mean, here in Jackson since I've been here, is our food culture is changing. Yeah. It's broadening. The hours of restaurants are staying open. Very important. Is, 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 is pushing out. And yeah. I love that because yeah. everything is dead after nine in a lot of yeah. parts of the city. But yeah. more people, more restaurants are, are being committed to staying open till yeah. 10, 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. And that is great. But we have to make sure that we are, you know, going there yeah. And, yeah. and using them because if we don't, then they don't have a reason to stay open. Yeah, that was definitely an issue for me when I first um, arrived in Jackson because the only places that would be open would be like, um, what is it, like Chains. IHOP and like Waffle House. And I'm just going to say this. I don't care about the backlash. I hate Waffle House. Waffle House. I do too. It's always so, yeah, dirty, first of all. Because <laughs> Melvin's looking around. The Waffle House on McDowell closed. Yeah, I heard about that. They were having they were talking about that in the foodie group. I don't know if we should say what they were saying. The reason why. Did you see why? Oh, I mean, there was a lot of I they mean, just yeah. said it was like a lot of crime there. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. 
Mm-mm. I thought like that seems like all the more, Waffle Houses. If it's not crime, it's like a car going through the front door or something. It's always an issue at the Waffle Houses. <laughs> See, but I think all Waffle Houses are dirty. And it's, some people think it it contributes to, like, the food, makes the food taste well or something. But I hate Waffle House. <laughs> Melvin is shaking his head. So, yeah, and then, like, IHOP will be the only other option. So and See, when it comes to, like, talking about, like, they, they you know, they hire people. They have jobs. You yeah. Know? What's, what's a job meaning if people aren't getting paid better, you know? Yeah, people, livable wage. But also, if we as customers are going in there. And it does not look safe. I don't want to go into a place that it does not look Menus safe. were sticky. Uh, Food still on it from the previous person who ordered it. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So I'm right but, there with you. Yeah. I'm, and then they treat people like crap. Like, not only the people who work there, but the people who, like, go there to eat. So, yeah. So, yeah. Just FYI, I hate Waffle. I usually don't talk about, like, restaurants, but they're a chain, so it's fine. I can hate them. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Staying. Now I don't eat really late, but I will drink late. So, yeah. But I agree with you, especially if I have, like, family or friends visiting or something. I need to be able to take them somewhere. Right. Yeah. Right. And it doesn't need to be Olive Garden, Red Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm, I'm, as you can tell, I'm support local as yeah, much. As I possible. I agree as well, but I do tip into Real Lobster once a year for the biscuits, and then I order something I saw on TV, and I immediately regret it and say I'm never coming back. And then like a year later, I'm like, hey, let's try Real Lobster, <laughs> and then like I torture myself again. But yeah, God I bless my mom. She learned how to make those biscuits. Really? And she made them even better than Red Lobster. Did. Oh, so I want some. So your mom needs to send some biscuits and it can go <laughs> along with my soup gumbo. <laughs> she said she sent me and uh, my wife cupcakes, um, soccer oh, to no. me cupcakes uh, a few weeks ago. What? Yeah, it was, it okay. Was, yeah, it was Valentine's Day. She really? Sent them in a USPS uh, uh, priority box. <laughs> wow! And congratulations on you being married because it's like I heard you were engaged and then you're like, oh, I'm married. And I'm like, that was quick. <laughs> All of it was really quick. We just yeah. celebrated a year being together on my birthday the other day. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was our third date. We were just like, yeah, this is oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah, That's it was really, really sweet. Really fast. Yeah, um, yeah. And then we said, okay, let's let's pray about this. And, you know, and we yeah. did. And then we got engaged a few months later. And then a few months after that, we got married. Yeah, so, yeah. All within six months. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's not like we didn't know each other. We, we met when I first moved here. I started okay. going to Redeemer. Um, she was the drummer at okay. Redeemer, and so that's how we met. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, congrats to you guys. <laughs> you can cook me some food to, like, celebrate your union. <laughs> I realize there's, like, a lot of people I'm, I'm starting to be more obliged to cook for. So. Look, looks like you need to have, like, a party, like a dinner party or something. I Just... looks like I, well, we're going to, hopefully we're going to do something soon. Um, yeah. But I feel like I'm going to have to, like, do, like, some type of thing in my house where, like, once a week, we just yeah. invite. Are you serious? Over. Once a week? Uh, that's that's a lot. I mean, well, you know, if I'm, <laughs> if I'm growing food, if I'm getting food from local uh, for local farmers, you know, yeah, I, hey, that's I, really I will nice. say one thing is our our fridge pretty much stays stocked, and that's a blessing. Unlike ours, um, yeah, which is why I'm eating out a lot. Oh, it's no, just so simple. Sometimes it's stocked with leftovers, um, okay. from restaurants and whatnot. Okay, but it's yeah, left- yeah, that's not- <laughs> I'm just getting accustomed to like uh, the previous episode. We talked a little bit about like house parties and visiting neighbors and this is something i'm just getting accustomed to because you know i don't trust people but anyway (laughs) where can everyone keep abreast of all of the things that you're into um i'm pretty 
pretty open on my, on my Facebook. People oh, you people. want people to follow? I, that's nice. Yeah. Well, and the thing <laughs> is that, yeah, I share stuff. And yeah. some, a lot of stuff I can share can be, some. sometimes it can be controversial. Sometimes yeah. It'll be, it won't, won't be. But um, I think the most important uh, thing, and not start talking politically, but um, but the work I do faces real issues. Yeah. Um, and when it comes to start talking about good food, healthy food, um, sustainable agriculture, mm-hmm. it becomes very political mm-hmm. very quickly, um, by automatically sometimes. And so, um, I think it's important to start having those conversations. Yeah. And so even if you don't agree, um, it's important that we're having those conversations because they're real issues in our world. And so, so yeah, I'm open with people friending me on Facebook okay. um, because I want to, you know, get the word out there, what's happening in the world. Um, the other thing is um, Esculent, M-S-E-S-C-U-L-E-N-N-T. Oh, excuse me. I misspelled that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> E-S-C-U-L-E-N-T-M-S. Mm-hmm. Um, on, that's Esculent M-S. Esculent means edible. Yeah. Um, and website, that's the website. So EsculentMS.com, mm-hmm. at EsculentMS on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Okay, cool. Um, I'll be starting a blog soon, too, yeah. on there called Your Local Producer. Okay. Um, creating stories and going uh, different farmers that I work with, different people that own different local, mostly I'm going to work with food businesses, but local businesses that just trying to tell their story. Okay. um, I think it's really important that we know the ins and outs of what's happening on farms. Mm -hmm. That farmers are great. They have their struggles, they have their challenges like any business does, but they also have great victories. I want to get people kind of tuning in and understanding um, so that we can kind of battle a lot of those misconceptions about farmers. Um, Jody Rayer, um, I went to his farm on uh, Thursday, mm-hmm. on my birthday, and, yeah. uh, and uh, it was really great. He What's the name of that farm? Rayer Farms. So I think he presented at One Million Cups once before. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and he does uh, grass-fed Piney Woods cattle, yeah. and Piney Woods is a heritage breed, and only a few farmers um, here in Mississippi, I think it's maybe like six of them that have it, mm-hmm. but trying to bring back that uh, breed, yeah. and um, they're Spanish um, mm-hmm. cattle, and really good beef and uh so we went out there and got to meet some of the cattle yeah um and they were really fantastic mm-hmm. and uh they cooked us some uh hamburgers out there who that was really good and okay so, um people like him want to you know get this story because he's incredibly incredibly smart yeah everything he said completely went over my head yeah <laughs> and so um i love moments like that when people can go over my head mm-hmm. and it makes me more intrigued i'm a learner so yeah um, he taught me much that day yeah okay cool and you guys can follow me at jackson transplant spell jackson on facebook twitter and instagram and i will talk to you haters later bye